You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest, and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member of FDIC. Well, welcome to Sunday Coffee. And I don't know about you, but I needed that good tall boy of strange brew coffee this morning. Got the pods today. Charlie and I are at Lake Tiacata in Louisville. Somehow I talked Charlie into driving to Winston County this morning. Appreciate you getting up and meeting me halfway. No, look, I got a little Winston County in my roots, so happy to be here. How many times did you come as a kid out here? Oh, my goodness. The buffet on Sundays, a chocolate pie, man. That was legendary. I thought it was a strawberry. You know, they have rotary here, too. I always get the strawberry pie. Yeah, used to spend a lot of time out here as a kid. But anyway, got the pods from Strange Brew at the house. And so that's what I did. I ordered those online, got them sent directly to Nanawoya. They ship them, any, ship them anywhere. And so I've got them and had a big, tall glass or, or cup cup of uh, Strange Brew coffee this morning. Dogs win it last night, 39-17 to on the road at Arizona. It was a late-night game. Charlie, first and, uh, I guess, out of the gate, what was your initial thoughts? <sighs> well, initial as in when I woke up this morning or initial as I was watching it. Is it any different? I think so. Is it really? Well, only in the sense of I feel better this morning. We used to start with that question, do you feel better or worse? I think I've fallen victim a little bit to watching college games like Troy Aikman analyzes Dak Prescott. <laughs> Meaning, you know what I'm talking about, where you miss just one throw. It's, oh, my goodness, you can't win like this. Man, it's college football. It's not always supposed to be pretty. And here's the things I look at. We talked about the importance of not having dead periods, not going to sleep. And yesterday – we had some turnovers that killed drives. We only punted the ball three times, and we never punted the ball back-to-back situations. And so, overall, I thought we were reasonably consistent, although watching it, it didn't feel that way. You know, if you go look at our drives, three scores, turnover, punt. Two scores, turnover, punt. Score, turnover, punt, score. And so the point of that being, it wasn't like we had five straight three and outs. In fact, we only had one three and out the whole game while they had three. Yeah, looking back at it, you know, if 39-17, and it was one of those games where you felt like you just couldn't put it away. And you tried to, but then I was reminded, and we talked about that this morning before we started the show, college football ain't easy. You know, if, if you were to t- tell me, if you were to have told me before the game started, 39-17 to 17 would have been the final, I would have said, okay, that sounds about right. And then you start diving in, and we'll start talking about our numbers in just a few minutes. And, of course, we're brought to you by Strange Brew Coffee House. Strange Brew with three locations, two in the city of Startville, one on Spring Street and Highway 12, the other on University Drive. And, of course, Brew Polo in Tupelo, Mississippi, churning spoon ice cream as well. And Shane and the gang do a great job at Strange Brew, and of course you can order anything, all the mugs and the the pods, just to get the coffee, the ground coffee sent to you at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. That's what I do. If I'm not in Starkville, if I can't get the real thing, I get it shipped directly to me. Uh, Charlie, I guess before I start talking about the game, I I really like to look at just first observations. I thought the field 
new field last night. It looked clean. I thought the end zones, the blue and the red wildcats, the red border around the outside, I thought it looked clean. I thought it looked pretty good. I did have – I do have just a little bit, not a complaint, but just an issue. When I start watching now, I start looking at how the logos are or the, or the words are said on the field. And at the top of your screen on the Arizona sideline, the bear down was turned around backwards like it was toward the crowd on the other side. And it You t- want to orient towards the cameras want, and not towards the crowd. That is correct. I think all logos in any kind of wording – needs to be orientated toward the camera because there are a lot more people watching that game on TV last night than they were watching on the west side of the stadium. Does that make any sense? It does. Okay. That's a little thing. You can get away with that. That's okay. It's a new field. It's kind of different because most everybody's doing kind of what I'm talking about. I thought from a standpoint of uniforms last night, I liked their uniforms. Maroon helmets. I like the white tops. You got the the maroon and maroon and gray stripes on the pant on the uh, on the shirts. I like the gray pants to go with the white shirts. But if you have gray pants, you have to have the stripes. So I thought we looked clean last night. Yeah, I didn't care. Okay, Arizona. I'm going to drive this point home forever. I thought the tops looked clean. They didn't have Arizona written on the tops. They had their logo, just a small place. I thought their helmet was pretty good. White face mask, white helmets, blue and red stripe down the middle. Thought that looked good. Thought that looked clean. I thought they had just a few too I thought they had one too many logos on the back of their helmet. You know what? Honestly, as I sit here right now, I couldn't have told you what we wore last night. Really? I couldn't have told you what they wore. I, I just, I'm not a, a fashionista. Okay. Apparently fashion's big down in the rural parts of Winston County. It is. They had four logos on the back of their helmet. One was the number. The other is the Air Force Base that is there in Tucson, the DM. i got no problem with that whatsoever. They had the American flag and, of course, the the wording that says you can't spear. And then they had the Pac-12 logo. I thought the Pac-12 logo was just a tad too much. But they had the blue pants to go along with the blue tops. And just dark colors. I don't like dark colored pants to go along with dark tops. They had no striping on those pants. It looked like if they, if you ripped a hole in them, what you, are could, you, doing? you could run to academy. What are you doing? What? what? You could run to academy oh and get gosh. that. So it just it looks high schoolish to see blue tops, blue pants. And that's all i got to say. Now, for the game itself. I, I, I am blown away by this. I expected in a, you know kind of an epistle from you today on, I guess an epistle is a letter. That wouldn't be the right word. Uh, a monologue from you about field conditions. I didn't expect you to be into uniforms today. No, but I, in any event. But I was good with ours. Okay. I'm I'm fine with ours. And I you know, cast no stones at the decision makers at Arizona. I just don't like the blue pants. Okay, looking back at the numbers from the game, the first number that I had was one. And the number one was it's almost like live ball turnovers. I didn't want to give up more than one score after a turnover, we gave up two. So out of the so out of the seventeen points they scored, ten came off of turnovers. And so, so they I, basically had that big drive to open the game, and then we gave them some points. Yeah, no, and I you know I had some some buddies text me last night. I was like, man, I wish we could get more pressure on defense. I'm like, what more more pressure? That guy's going to the sideline and saying, my goodness, they got fifteen out there. I thought other than the first drive of the game. Our defense did a really good job of controlling the line of scrimmage. And, that, hey, we just overwhelmed that guy. I said at one point, I think I sent you this message during the game, that this guy's garbage. 
And what I wasn't doing, this goes back to what I thought watching it and versus what I realized later. We had a lot to do with him looking like garbage. Oh, I agree. He was seeing ghosts out there at one time. He rolled to his right one time, and I, I think we had just gotten it in his head, and he threw off his back foot and fell down, and nobody was within three yards of him. I mean, he was seeing ghosts out there, and it just felt like it was 15 guys, and I think a lot of it had to do with when you drop back to pass and you see Randy Charlton and Jordan Davis and Tyrus Wheat running right at you, and you get popped a couple times, you start getting happy feet. And I thought we kind of made him very off last night. You know, it's always fashionable to really get into grading quarterbacks. It's tough to grade him very well last night. And I think a lot of that, I thought he got progressively worse. You know, he made a few big plays with his feet that kind of kept him in a few plays. And it was almost like he started believing in that as a game plan. Yeah, sometimes when you make that first mistake or first couple of mistakes – it gets in your head. Hey, I guess we got to talk about it right now. We missed two extra points early on. And, you know, that's one thing that you do at one time that all of a sudden it gets in your head. But, hey, look, we talked about that before we did. the season started. Biscardi now has missed more extra points in his career than he has missed field goals. And that's crazy. He was – he had missed 11 through his first four years, and in a season he'd never missed less than two, fewer than two. So he had 11 coming in. He's got 13 in his career now. And sometimes you see golfers that are better at 120 than they are at 70 yards. You know, it's it's, it's gotten in his head. I said he just hadn't adjusted his leg for Pacific. <laughs> um, but, you know, we talked about that before the season when we were talking about kickers on a Sunday coffee. And we were trying to get into, okay, what is it that is causing him to miss field goals and or extra points, rather. And so what you didn't know is, you know, how good of a holder situation do you have at Coastal Carolina? How good of a snapper? You know, what goes into that? I think we can say now this is his fifth year of playing college football. He's just not very good at extra points. Well, and that, and I've got no problem running him out there if you need something between 30 and 40 because that's where he's been good in his career. Now, I will say this. Ben Rabin last night was good. The ball kind of just jumped off his foot. He, he got out there and just ran through and, I mean, zero hesitation. Yeah, Nice see ball get into the end zone, wasn't it? Oh man, hey, he looked good. Of course, he's a Northern Colorado guy. I guess he's used to the to the uh, those type of atmospheric conditions. So he looked good last night. Hey, how about the bounce back that first drive? You know, Arizona gets the football. They win the toss. They get the football. They drive down a score. Zip, zip, zip. It was a you know orchestrated drive that you know, was a scripted drive. You could tell coming out of the gate and. Man, we looked lost that first defensive drive, and that was really the only time in the game. We did a really good job of adjusting after that. But then to come back right after they score and go 80 yards or 70 yards on eight plays and score to get it back within one, I thought that was so big on our first drive to answer. I did too, but, man, when we missed that extra point, I was just – just felt like that was going to be a problem all night long. Don't repeat the text that I sent you. Yes, I will not repeat that. <laughs> so then, you know, we get the we get the interception on a crazy play. Just heave it up. Jalen Green comes up with a the center fielder play and runs it back to the twenty two. We score and then all of a sudden we miss the extra point again. We're up twelve and seven. And so you're feeling good about yourself. That play, by the way had as many variables as an average fifth-grade peewee game. I mean, you know how you go out and you watch kids and, like, anything could happen? 
anything could and did happen on that play. That's what we were talking about the other day about our broadcast career, getting it started in our broadcast career and broadcasting junior high girls basketball because anything can happen. Anything could happen happened on that play. And then they got penalized, pushing it to our twenty to their twenty two and giving us a short field. You know, we scored on our first three possessions. Touchdown, touchdown, and then the field goal. And so you're ahead. That was one of my numbers. 15 to 7. Yeah, that was one of your numbers. All right, so we were going to talk about the numbers. Tell me, let's go through what yours were. Okay, the first one was one. We could not give up more than one score after a turnover. We gave up two. We missed that. I thought the first interception, the interception goes against Will Rogers, but, you know, Caleb Ducking is going to tell you, hey, that, that's on me a little bit because it went right through his hands, intercepted. Calvin had the ball ripped free from him, and they run it back down inside the five-yard line. Then we had another fumble late in the game where uh, Arizona, uh, Arizona just reaching in. Hey, it was good to see him come back. I was kind of worried after seeing him go down. If you don't think LSU is going to be reaching in and trying to grab and slap and cr- scratch everything out this week, you, you're crazy. But I know we're going to be working on that hard this week. So that was my first number. We gave up 10 live ball turnover points is what we did. And then my second number was I felt like we, we were going to have to make them miss tackles in the secondary. We really didn't have to. Um, I thought we ran the ball much more effectively last night than, than you know I really thought we would going in. And so I think that takes away some of these numbers. They had four missed tackles in their secondary. I said we needed seven missed tackles out of their secondary. Their secondary only had four missed tackles in the game. Uh, one was really big on Tulu, and we'll talk about that uh, later in the show. But then my second number was seven. And my third number was ten and a half. And at the time, that was the spread of the game. That thing jumped all the way up to 12 and a half right before kickoff. I said ten and a half was the spread of the game, and we were going to cover. And I felt very confident about that because I just felt like we're a better football team in Arizona. And after 60 minutes of football, I still think we're, you know, we're 20 points better than Arizona. And so I didn't hit on one of my numbers. Well, I actually didn't hit on two of my numbers, but I hit on that last number. And so uh, I got those. And that was on our tracks plus deep dig on Friday. Yeah, my uh, numbers, my first number was 80. And that was the number of receiving yards I thought we needed to hold cowing to. We held him to 38. Seven catches, 38 yards. He was targeted 14 times. He also had three drops. So, hey, and we talked about this, the importance of getting a hat on him early. We did. We we got we hit some of their receivers early. You mentioned this before we started recording, Bart. Those guys are going to be sore today. Oh, man. And, and I think he was a guy that kind of felt that. Yeah, he's going to be sore. I thought there were a couple of things that stood out to me in that game is how physical we were and much more physical than they were. And I think that was one of the things that Delora saw when he got popped a couple of times. And, two, the closing speed. That interception by Emmanuel Forbes and the closing speed to cut off that lane and intercept the pass – Man, I'm telling you, we were just the stronger and the faster team last night. And it showed. The way the way we defended Cowing, McMillan, and those receivers, we did a pretty good job. My second number was two. I said we needed scores in two of our first three possessions. We oh, got that. three for three there. Second straight week scoring in our first three possessions. So you feel good about, you know, showing up ready to play. The last one I missed, I said we had to have only one turnover. Arizona – has not been a team that's forced turnovers. They only forced six all of last year. Yeah, we helped them out there. We turned the ball over uh, three times. Now, did you see the turnover 
spear, sword, whatever they had over it's there. It's a cactus, isn't it? Cactus. Is it was a there. cactus that looked like a spear. It okay. had a football in it. Well, you know, they actually impaled two of our footballs on that thing. So uh, they were not already on there? No, they owe us for some footballs. I don't think they impaled our footballs. I have photographic evidence. No, they didn't. Yeah, I've got, I have evidence of our, fo- our footballs because uh, they have been retrieved from the turnover cactus. They flattened our footballs? Those things are like 40. They did. See? You've got to be kidding. So I think we send them a bill for a couple of footballs. I mean, those game footballs are pretty. I mean, that's a couple hundred bucks right there. Yeah, so we can't be, we can't be turning the ball over. It costs us 120 bucks. Goodness. Well, so that was my three numbers, uh, hitting on what I hit on two of those. Yeah, you hit on two of those. So not too bad. Now, and those uh, numbers on Friday brought to you by our friends at Tracks Plus. Now with five locations, of course, the original down in Hickory, Mississippi. Startville in Columbus, Summit, Mississippi, Alexandria, Louisiana, and now over in Bessemer, Alabama. And so, of course, the Hickory location also has rental with uh, Ryan Mosley and Chad Tillman. So if you want to rent some equipment, some of that Saney ex- uh, mini excavators, you got the Barco equipment for the Forester, the Saney equipment for the dirt contractor, Daniel Bounds and Fred Fulton over in Columbus. And Daniel was giving me a hard time last week, Charlie, when you know we, we did the video board after the first quarter and after the half or during the half. I did the video board, the, the running, and Daniel was giving me a hard time about how big my head was on the uh, video board. And so, anyway, good friends down at Tracks Plus. They just continue to grow. And hey, so those are our numbers brought to you by Tracks Plus. Hey, we could use some dirt-moving equipment down here at Lake Teocala. This water level is down. Yeah, they had some issues with the uh, with the dam earlier this year. And I oh, think so they, this is intentional. Yes, they got it fixed. And so they, they've got it, they got it all fixed. So we're going to get the water back up? Get the water back up. You know, when we were kids, I used to ski out here. I, I watched a guy slalom out here. Okay. Now, what do you call it? That slalom is one ski. See, I don't know about skiing either. So, yeah. But what's the one you do with no skis? Barefooting? Yes, that's barefooting. Yeah, I saw a guy do that out here. You know, barefooting is not a good thing if you have you know little tree stumps, little knots out there. and that, that, uh, that'll, that'll do a little damage to you. Uh, Charlie Charlie met me down at Lake Teocata this morning in Louisville. And uh, the Lake of the Pines is what it, uh, what it transfers to. Grew up less than a mile from here. Did you really? Until I was 12. Okay. So that's why... You're a fantastic human. You got a lot of Winston County background in you. Hey, looking back, one of the things I like to do is go back on Sunday and look at how you grade out offensively. And, you know, we talked last week about our offensive line and how they graded out. And the offensive line really graded out well last week. And one of the things we like to take a look at is how our offensive line did. I thought for the most part we're okay. We gave up some pressures. And, uh, Charlie, those those grades – Brought to you by our good friends at Cannon Ford of Startwell. Cannon Ford, more cars now on the lot than they've had in a long time, and they're selling them left and right. As soon as they come on the lot, they're selling them. If you're looking to get a new car and want to order a new vehicle, a new F-150, before and get it before the end of the year, I know a lot of people try to do that for tax purposes. You need to get that order in immediately. And so if you need a spray and bed liner, go to the body shop and the service center, they're just doing a great job at the service center as well if you need your oil changed at Cannon Ford of Startville. Charlie, offensive line-wise, how did we look last night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not so great at tackle uh, overall was kind of my take on it. 
I thought, you know, Cam Jones was penalized a couple of times. I thought we struggled a little bit. No, I'm just going to say, I didn't think we were very good pass blocking at times last night. And I thought the problems that we had came at our tackle positions. We um, allowed three pressures at one tackle, four on the other. And that kind of stands out to you. You know, you got Allie Gay for LSU coming this week. And so LSU is going to be a team with their pass rushers that have a chance to give you some issues on the edge. And Arizona, when they had opportunities last night, it was on the edge. And we had a couple holds last night. I thought LaQuinston Sharp did a nice job. You saw Arizona had that big defensive tackle. That didn't give us any issues. In fact, let me now let me give the offensive line a little bit of credit. Um, did you expect to come out and run the football like we did? That's what I was about to say. You know, if you gave up a little bit from a pass blocking standpoint, I thought our run blocking was really good. We <laughs> sealed off some we sealed off some lanes last night. And let me tell you this. Dylan Johnson is a daggum man. He's a good football player. Yeah. He is a good football player. And and Woody Marks is, is really good, too. He continues to get better. You can tell that that ankle is not 100%, and then he went down. And, but coming back was was really good. But I thought, man, especially that first drive to answer, it was really set up by the run. No, and it was odd because it felt like we were running the ball a ton on first down, which is not a thought you have very often watching this team. In fact, I think 14 – of our 38 first down plays were runs yesterday. Wow. Hey, little things that stand out to me, and we start talking about the hold, especially that first drive of the second half. When we had to come out, it's an 18-10 to 10 game, and you like to score on that first drive of the second half. And, hey, we kind of made that a big deal for us. You think back to Auburn last year, we, we've had some really good drives. Arkansas, we've had some good drives coming out to start the second half. And we get down the field, we get to the, you know, inside the five-yard line, and you have that hold or get to the 10 and have the hold, and you've got your first down and goal from the 20. And like, oh, my goodness, this is the last thing that we need from our offense is to be behind the chains. And then that next play, we throw a pass out to the left side, and Tulu catches it. And he gets, he gets initially hit at the 15-yard line. And, man, he dances around and, you know, just flops around and gets 10 more yards down to the five, and then you score the next play. But those are the little things there. That play right there kind of embodied last night. We had another hold later in the game, and the next play, you know, we get you know 10 yards on a pass play and kind of get back in a manageable, manageable situation. We didn't let those mistakes last night compound and really kill drives like we have before. Were you surprised that we went for it on fourth down? Very surprised. I, mean, I kept waiting for us to call timeout and bring out the field goal unit. And the reason was it was a fourth quarter. Now, it worked out great. Hey, hindsight twenty twenty. that's a great call. But in an eight-point game in the fourth quarter, I was very surprised on fourth down inside the five-yard line that we didn't kick it and make it a two-possession game. Did yeah, that surprise you? It did. Now, in theory, you could have picked up a first down at the one. But, I mean, at that point, you're going for the touchdown or nothing. Um, it it did surprise me. Uh, but I'll say this, Austin Williams made a nice catch, meaning he had to catch that football and no contact was coming. Yeah, and it was – I mean, it was threaded in there now. I mean, it had to be a perfect pass and a, and a really good catch to score that touchdown. Let me ask you this question. When's the last time – and, you know, rest in peace, Bear Wilson, because Bear was really good inside the 10-yard line and in the end zone. But – Caleb Ducking, yes, did have that miss, had that drop across the middle. 
But what a weapon he gives you inside the 10 on one-on-one situations in the end zone. That guy's physical, and he high points the ball. Man, he gives you a weapon inside the 10-yard line. Well, I thought Will has made some really nice throws to him, but he's made Will look better by being able to make those catches. I don't know that we've had that weapon uh, in the past couple of years. And Rara does a good job on that back shoulder throw. A lot of times, really good. A lot of times, guys on that back shoulder throw, it's it's almost like sometimes you see the receivers on a deep route that get the alligator arms. They let the ball come all the way to them. Then if they reach out and just snatch it before it has the chance to be broken up, and that's what Rara does. He gets to the point and gets his guy on the left shoulder, and then he reaches back to get the ball and doesn't allow it to get into him. And that's another foot that a defender can turn around and swipe a ball free. And I, th- I think he, he does a really nice job. That was some really good back shoulder throws last night. We threw a back shoulder on a third down and short. Third down and two, we throw a back shoulder in the end zone, and then Rob Rob makes a catch. And that's another play that you were like, wow, we, that's, that's, that's kind of going for it a little bit on third down and short. Overall, how would you grade our receivers yesterday? Uh, you know, you had the drop, and then you had the fumble. I'd give them a B, B minus. You know, it was just a – They can, here's the thing. They were good but could be better. That's the, that's the, and that's our performance last night. That's our performance from Memphis. Hey, we were pretty good, can be better. Uh, here's what I love. I feel like we played a C ball game and we doubled up the point spread. Against an Arizona team. That is a better quality football team than they were last year. Now, if we'd have played them last year, well, I think we'd have, you know, we'd have beat the dog out of them. But yeah, now, so where would you put Arizona? Recognizing that we still have a lot of matching up to do, it's really hard. It's really hard at this point to evaluate teams and where they stand. Uh, they're better than Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're better. Than, better than Missouri, South Carolina. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, that's kind of. Here's what hit me, and I know a lot. A lot of times we're talking about Mississippi State, and sometimes our you know, a lot of folks will say, "Oh, poor old Mississippi State." But let me tell you this, man. Looking at who we play in the next five games compared to who they play in the next five games, I mean, this football team that Mike Leach has right now, and of course, you get a lot of players because it is the SEC. But let me tell you. You look at who Arizona has to play the next five games, and you look at who we got to play the next five games. It's amazing. I mean, we got three ranked teams in a row: A and M, Arkansas, Kentucky. That doesn't even count LSU next week. You know, we don't have Cal. We don't. I mean, we don't. We don't have. No, we don't. It's going to be tough. Yeah, that's. We're playing at a high level. I mean, this is a high brand of football, high level brand of football that we play. And so, so next week, we sat there and watched LSU last week and said, "Man, these guys are terrible." Now, though, where do you see them? Well, you know, Florida State did have some success at the line of scrimmage with their defensive front, and I think that's where we're going to have to have some success. Now, they're going to run the ball better than Arizona did. I think that's the one thing that kind of surprised me last night is how well we did of controlling the Arizona running game. We talk about our running game and how good we were. I mean, Arizona is a running football team at times. And last night, they just couldn't get anything on the ground at all. And, you know, Wiley had 49 yards, and that was it. And you just, what, 40 yards on 22 carries last night? Now, LSU's going to try to run the ball a little bit more. 
They've got an elusive quarterback. They had a big win last night. They were ahead 28 to nothing midway point of the first quarter. So they just wore Southern out. So they kind of got their feet back under them a little bit. But uh, I think this is a winnable football game. We'll talk about it later in the week and on our deep dig and on our Wednesday show as well. But I think it's a winnable football game. I think I still think we're a pretty good football team, Charlie. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, it's like everything else, wait and see. Um, I, I do think we're a pretty good football team. I think that's a good win for us to have gotten. I think you went into an environment that was going to be tough to play in. And, look, that wasn't going into Death Valley. I, I mean, it's not – you know, LSU on a Saturday night. I don't want to overstate it. That being said, I feel a little bit better going into the ball game down at LSU from having gone on the road already and played somewhere and dealt with the travel and all those things. I know this, those guys are going to be tired today. Yeah, they're going to be tired. And I, that's one thing I wanted to ask you is usually on Sundays after games as part of our practice schedule during the week, is we have a run-through on Sunday, a walk-through, and with just, just some helmets and get out there and just kind of you shake the cobwebs a little bit. Late night, early morning today, and you kind of wonder what that does as far as kind of putting you in a different schedule this week. Now, I'm told that the plan is that we were going to go forward as normal. Now, that being said, I had already left to come to Louisville to meet you because, you know, high-priced talent doesn't travel to Startville anymore. So you got to go find it where it is. <laughs> you and give me a helicopter, I'll come up there every week. <laughs> but the they had still not made it back to the SEAL building. But my understanding is that all things being equal, they're going to try to stick to their routine. And I'll be honest with you, I think it's important to do that. Yeah. I think, uh, look, I think at some level you just shake it off. You play the game, you come back. I mean, I don't want to – Let's not overstate it. It's it's going to be tough, but how do you deal with that? I think you just stick to what you do. Yep. Of course, we're in the roving Farm Bureau studios this morning. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. Go with the home team, as Charlie and Matt like to say. Agents in all 82 counties across the state of Mississippi and a great customer service. Home life, auto, whatever you're in the market for in the insurance world, go see our friends at Farm Bureau. Hey, appreciate you meeting me this morning. Appreciate you driving down. Um, hey, real quick on the running the football, I saw a stat last night. So Arizona finished with 40 rushing yards. Now that's included the sack yardage counting against them. Lowest output on the ground since 2011 and a loss to Washington. And it's the lowest at home since 2007 really so you go back and you say man defense could have been better well yeah but they were pretty good it, look we live in a day and age where teams are going to score here's the other crazy stat arizona averaged 1.8 yards a carry we averaged 4.4 we went over 100 yards rushing and they didn't wow hey will rogers real quick finished the game 38 47 310 yards through the air he was blitzed eight times last night. Do you know what he was on blitzes? He was seven for eight. Seven for eight, three touchdowns through the air. That was his highest graded area was when he was blitzed last night. Not blitzed. He was 31 of 39. Under pressure last night, Arizona got him pressured seven times. He was two for seven in the pressures. When he was kept clean last night, he was 36 of 40. And so – one you know, the, and on that point, Bart, you know, a lot of times you can watch a game and you say, man, I wish Will had a little more speed. I wish he could, you know, get outside the pocket and run. 
You know, at some point, I think back to the Bill Belichick line, at some point you got to quit worrying about what guys can't do and focus on what they can. And what Will Rogers can do when he has just a little bit of time is he can put the ball where it needs to be on time and in the right place. And that's the key to this offense. Do you do you wish you had Michael Vick speed? Man, you bet. Um, but if you go back and you focus on what he can do, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, you look at balls. We only threw eight passes that went 10 yards past the line of scrimmage last night. He was six for seven on the 10 to 19 range. One touchdown. Average depth of target on those throws was 12 and a half or 13 yards on the, on the the uh, in the air. He only threw one ball that went over – 20 yards last night. Only one deep pass. He was over. Well, had a lot to do with twin safeties being back there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. They were they were they were sitting back a little bit last night, and you kind of wonder, you know, when they go in the film room this morning, they're sitting there looking at each other defensively and saying, you know what, we probably gave Tulu and some of those guys on the outside a little bit more, you know, comfort than we wanted, a little bit more cushion, and so that's kind of how it broke down last night for Will. So a good night throwing the football, 310 yards. He had that one pick on that drop, but uh, four touchdowns throwing the football on the road last night. And State wins it 37-19 to over Arizona. Charlie, anything you got before we head to the house? No, I think uh, all in all, we didn't play the best we could play, but we weren't that bad either. We went on the road. We got a win a 20-something point win, and look, man, we won. We advanced. Yeah. I think you how many seasons – look, A&M yesterday, <laughs> and I, I don't want to get into this what about kind of thing, but, man, look around. Football was nuts yesterday. Appalachian State goes on the road and beats A&M. A&M, what did I tell you, they only had like nine first downs. Didn't have 100 yards rushing nor 100 yards passing. Is that yeah, right? Think about that. And so that's that's what's absolutely crazy, and so and hey, this is an App State team that gave up 63 last week. Ooh. So it's not like they were the, you know, the the doomsday defense here. Hey, appreciate you guys joining us once again. Thanks to our great sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House, Strange Brew with three locations, two in Startwell, one in Tupelo. Of course, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at the Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. Tracks Plus, Tracks Plus just can't beat the same mini excavators, the Barco forestry equipment, Demi Seamoff mulching heads. Our good friends at Country Pleasing Sausage, I did have some Country Pleasing first thing this morning. That's how I started my day. And then uh, Cannon Ford of Startwell. Cannon Ford, if you're in the market for a newer used car, but not just the cars, but if you need service. If you're around Startwell, new bedliner, the body shop, whatever you need in the automotive world, and then our good friends at Bank First. Go to bankfirstfs.com for all your lending needs. For Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Sunday Coffee.